Hey guys, it's Kyle. And Nick. Do you like movies? How about TV shows? Pop culture? Then check out Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. For all your movies, TV shows, and pop culture needs, you can find us on Podbean. Just search for Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. We're also available on Spotify and wherever you can get good podcasts. Check it out now. Remember guys, stay fancy and enjoy the rest of the show. Happy New Year everybody, RJ here with your newest episode of Realms and Nerds. Just a few quick things before we get started with this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, whether you listen to us through Apple Podcasts or Spotify or uh, TuneIn or CastBox or however you're listening to our show. If you listen to us through Apple Podcasts or iTunes, uh, we would super appreciate it if you would quick leave us a rating. It's super easy and simple to do. You're just giving us a rating out of five stars. It really helps us to be able to be seen on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is the biggest app for listening to podcasts. Don't forget you can find us on social media we're on twitter facebook we have a facebook fan group as well which you can find through our facebook page Uh, we're also on instagram and tumblr also if you make a post on social media don't forget to include the hashtag realms nerds all one word realms nerds i know for sure on twitter it's an easy way for people to actually find our twitter account but it's also just an easy way for them to see your posts about it whether it be fan art or your thoughts on the show uh or whatever it's just like a quick and easy way for people to see more posts about our show through your posts about the show and if you like our podcast, we also suggest sharing it with your friends and your family, your loved ones, whoever you think might enjoy the podcast. It is one of the best ways to help our podcast grow. Thank you once again to our dear friend Kyle for composing our main introductory theme. Uh, thank you listeners for taking the time to listen to our show, especially this past year. In the first nine months that we've been at this, by the end of 2018, we already reached over a thousand downloads uh, and we super duper appreciate you all for helping us get there. Now I've talked for far too long and it's about time that we get into episode 15 in The Return of Ornan. Previously on Realms and Nerds, The Return of Ornan. I have heard that my oldest of enemies has headed off to the north. My information confirms what you've heard. He did go north to a place called Icy Pass. There are two figures working on building some kind of a barricade, and you recognize them both as being Dragonborn. Hail, Elder! May I ask what your name is? My name is Ramash Scarbear. Ramash, you probably don't remember me. I'm your uncle. has met this guy who is his uncle. And they, everybody else, you guys were all hiding, right? Ramash went up alone? Correct. Much. How well yeah. can Joan hide when he's seven foot tall? He lays down, he's thin as a boy. Yeah, no, I know. We were we were just peeking over, so height doesn't matter much in that case. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, Ramash does like the double take of the century, like, the fuck? And says, My, my uncle? What? What are you? Where have you? 
I don't know what to say. I mean, I thought my parents were my only family. Well, that's all right. That's all right, my boy. I was away for quite some time. I'm sure your parents probably thought that I was dead. Oh, they never really made any mention of you at all. I, I didn't know. Are, are you my mother's brother, my father's brother? I, whose family are for you? Oh, uh, of course, yes. I'm I'm your your father's brother. We had quite a few adventures together before he met your your mother. Uh, th- this is any gestures to the other dragonborn next to him. This is my my wife, uh, Amda. So that means I have an aunt too. Do I? Yes, that's a, generally the way it works. Does, <laughs> do I have cousins? Is there more of you? Uh, no. There, there's just there's just the two of us. Oh. Uh. So what are you what are you doing here? What's with this wall you're building, or whatever it is? Um, so he actually turns, and it's not, uh, one wall, it's actually three separate walls that are built, sort of, staggered along, and they're blocking off the, uh, sort of, at different intervals along the path. So he says, uh, there's a necromancer that lives farther up in the hills here, and he is mustering a skeleton army to come down this way. We're preparing defenses to fight him. <sighs> skeletons, huh? I want a piece of that action. But you say a necromancer. Have you seen him? Not personally. I've seen his effects, and we've heard stories from some of the locals that live here in the mountains. Well, I'm just so you're aware, I'm not here alone. I actually came with a group of other adventurers. We are actually looking for someone out here of great evil. And this necromancer you speak of may be the very person we seek. Do you mind if I go and let them know it's okay to come over? Yes, of course. Ramash just kind of waves to the group. I think he means there's danger. Joan, are you... I'm just kidding, Everybody let's go. Cool. Are you daft, Matt? For real? So you guys come on over? Or what's the, what's the uh, of course. Uh, hello, Ramash. And, um... Say hello to my uncle and my aunt, who I never knew existed, but hey. I see a slight resemblance. By which you mean that they're all dragon people and they're similar color. How did you know? So, Ramash, you got family. wonder what that's like. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Razark, and this is my wife, Amna. Pleasure to make your acquaintances. Nice to meet you, Razark and Amdakarok. Amna. Amna. You all have beautiful skin. Thank you. You may know me as Razar the Skullbane. Are you known in these parts? Uh, well, to some at least. Um, I don't think any of us are from around here. Uh, I hail from the wastelands, and I think that's about as north as you're going to get from us. Well, I mean, he's my family. I'm from around here. I didn't know he was here, so I think it's pretty safe to assume word doesn't travel very far around here. Well, I've been, like I said to Ramash, I've been away for quite some time. I was across the sea. All kinds of things going on there. Uh, people to be saved and stuff of that nature. There's other places across the sea? Oh, yes, my boy, oh, yes. What? My whole world just shattered. <laughs> Have places you... that you are not the law. You've never heard of the lands across the sea? No. 
I, I live a pretty secluded life. Joan. I've heard that there are pirates. I oh yes, plenty of pirates. Really, you'll all have to. Uh, if you have the time, you really should visit the Golden Islands. They are beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, perfect place to kick back and have a drink. So I've heard. Oh, Dad used to tell me stories of the islands all the time. Oh, this is all very uh, interesting, and I'll have to come back to you about that island. Um, we do have some pressing matters to attend to. This necromancer you mentioned, Mikhail, I believe this necromancer he mentioned may very well be Malioclus. Does he fit the description? Three horns bearing fiery wings and a bright red skin of Firecaster. Uh, like, like I was telling Ramash, I have not actually seen this man for my, with my own eyes, only stories from the villagers around the area. I have, however, fought several of his skeletons. Yes, we were informed that this necromancer's forces probably took this path headed north. Can you comment on that? Have you seen any of them through here? I haven't exactly seen anyone, so to speak. However, several piles of bones that I found that I assume were once walking skeletons uh, seem to be fairly charred. I don't know if that uh, really fits the description. Possibly, but it doesn't sound like we have enough to go on to assume it's Malioculus, so... But this still presents a problem. Perhaps this necromancer serves the lich, and we should probably deal with him. So as you're talking, you start to hear from farther up the pass, kind of around a, a bend, there is sort of a rumbling and a clattering that starts very faint and distant. You guys hear that? It sounds baffling. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. It's the skeletons. We must prepare, quickly. Let me paint this picture for you here, okay? So you are at the top of this hill. And there is this road that uh, leads down from the top of the hill to a bridge over a small stream. Um, And then after it goes across the bridge, it kind of curves off to the left. On either side of the road, because this road is like a pass, on either side there are hills that kind of slope up. On the hill to your right, there is a large catapult built there. And on the hill to your left, there is kind of a wooden um, barricade that's been built for cover. And behind it are resting three big crossbows and a uh, brazier to light your arrows with. I notice the catapult, and then I look at Joan. Joan, I have a way for you to cross the river. <laughs> um, okay. So Wait, what was the other thing? The fire and what on the left side? On the left side, there's a barricade f- for the archers to sit behind, okay. and then just a little brazier to light your arrows with. How big is the small creek you were talking about? Is it small to walk I, across? No, smaller. It's probably about ten feet across. Oh, that's not bad. So if we so we can funnel them. Well, we can is it deep? Deeper. And fast. Please say rushing water. It's fa- fairly quick. Enough to where if you were trying to wade across, it would kind of knock you over and drag you in the current. Sounds more like difficult. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's about ten feet across. At the deepest point, we're probably talking four feet or so. 
So not incredibly deep, but still fairly fast. Definitely going to be, if you got in the water, it'd be difficult to get across. How big is this bridge across? Like, wide? Wide, sorry. Width? Yes, width. Um, Talking of breadth. Of breadth, yeah. Yeah, the width is about the same as the road. Which is? So we're about eight feet. Okay. All right. About four men abreast. Sure. Sure, yeah. So anyways, there are, built along the road, what you noticed before, there are three separate barricades that are built across the road. The first one is about ten feet away from the bridge, and then the second and third are spaced about ten feet past those. Are Um, they, like, staggered? No, they go across the whole road. Okay. The whole walkway. So, because there's the hill, they essentially are blocking in. They, like, you cannot get farther up unless you break through these barricades. Are they, like, tree branches that have the branches sticking out like spears facing, or are they, like, actual, like, little walls? These are, I mean, these are pretty sturdy built walls. Like a cascade. Sure. They're solid, it's not just some brush thrown on the road. And the barriers are each about five feet tall. There is one spear behind each of the barricades. Behind the last barricade is a big kind of wooden... It's like wood and also like kind of some metal stakes that have been like tied together to make sort of a shelving unit. And that's holding a bunch of uh, fire bombs. Hell yeah. On the back of the first wall? No, back of the last wall. Last wall. Okay. So the one closest to us? Yes, the one closest to you, farthest away from the bridge. Okay. Behind that one, there's the firebox. Okay. So, functionally, the pass-through really is a pass. It's probably the only way that's easily traversable. I have numbers for you, so you guys gotta pay attention here, okay? So here's what we got as far as stuff, okay? Each barricade along the road has a hundred hit points. Once they reach the first barricade, if they are left unchecked, they will do 20 damage to the barricade per turn. If someone gets up there and either uses one of the siege spears that's left next to the barricade, or, I mean, I guess if you want to do some other big attack, you can push them back a little bit and the barricade will only take half damage, so it'll take 10. The catapult takes a full turn to reload, but you do not have to man it to reload it. If you are on the catapult, starting it takes half of your movement speed, but then you still have, you know, your attack or whatever. So the catapult does 1d12 times 10... (laughs) ...fire damage. Fuck yeah! So it's it's just gonna be... We're just going to do 1d12 roll and then just times it by 10. The fire bombs behind the last barricade do 2d12 fire damage. So the spear does uh, 1d6 piercing. However, you can do the spear as a bonus action as well if you want. So you can do an attack. So if you spear. wanted to, you could make a main attack and then grab the spear and, oh. and use it to push them back. Or you could just hold the spear and continue to use that. If you use the spear, you get a 
boost to your strength check to try and push the skeletons back. So the bows do 1d8 piercing and 2d6 fire. The attack bonus on the big bows is 3. That should be everything. As you are being shown all of the different defenses and the various weapons, you know, this sound has been getting steadily louder, and suddenly up at the top of the far hill, you see a horde of skeletons start to crest the hill. There is just rows and rows of these guys sprinting, dragging, crawling down the hill as fast as they can. This is going to be a fucking good day, boys. And Where ladies. are you guys going? Ramash runs to the front barricade. Uh, I think that Brunhilde would go towards the ballista. Okay. See, this is um, Amda is also going to be on one of the uh, one of the crossbows. Razark is going to run up towards the first wall. As he gets there, he bends down and picks something up that you had not previously seen and puts it onto his back, and he turns to Joan and he says, If you're from the Wastelands, you should recognize this. And it is a flamethrower. Hell yeah! Where's everybody else going? We need someone on the catapult. Oh man, the catapult. Unless Mikhail wants to. (laughs) I'm drawing my longbow and just kind of picking my shots. Okay, so are you just going to stand like behind the last barricade at this point, or where are you going to be? Near the catapult. Okay. So I have a good vantage point without anything blocking my way, but still have good protection. Okay. Sebo's going to climb up on top of the second wall. Okay. Got his short bow. Shoot from there. If you have a halved movement speed, so if you're like, you know, like up by the crossbow and you've got to reload, you can get down to where the fire bombs are, like behind that last part, but not past that. If you have full movement speed, you can go down the hill and back up, but you can't quite make it to whatever weapon you're going for. So, like, if you're coming from the crossbows going to the catapult, or so, like, vice versa. Sebo can just climb the wall without a movement speed, like, half thing. So, like, would he be able to go from here to here? Yeah, I mean, with the way the walls are set up, if you did, like, a fairly decent athletics check... Okay. Well, fair. I mean, just with... There's going to be a lot of verticality, so we'll figure out sort of the nitty-gritty numbers of it. As long as it's not something crazy that you want to do, I'll probably let you do it, as long as it makes sense. Okay. So, you were talking about from the catapult to the crossbows. Would Joan be able to make it to the firebombs and back to the catapult, like, back and forth? Use the catapult next turn while it's reloading, get a firebomb and toss it, and then go back to the catapult. You could go... So you could make it... You could start the catapult reload, go down and get a fireball and throw it, but then you would be down there, and at the start of your next turn, then you could run back to the catapult. I'm just making sure I have a way to attack but every yeah, turn. You, but yeah, you could go back and forth, or, you know, okay. however you want to do gotcha. it. I hope you brought off bullets, Joe. Well, that's why I'm not going to use my gun. Thank you much. The <laughs> best way to catch up with family is kill some fucking skeletons. <laughs> I will drink to that. God, that is good. So at this point, all of the people using bows right now have an opportunity to make a shot at the skeletons. If I use my gun, do I also have that same opportunity? 
Yeah, I think that would also... Because okay. I do have a bullet, so I think I'm going to try You could that. use the last bullet. Okay. You could probably... Um, yeah, I mean, you could do Solid. whatever on that. Make it count. So, everybody that has got a ranged weapon, let's just go around here. Let's start... Um, just sorry, we'll start with me, Kyle. Are you going to make an attack, or are you... Yeah, no, he's definitely making an attack. Okay. But he's kind of looking for anyone bearing rank. There really aren't any... I mean, this is a skeleton army that was raised This is like the Urukai at Helm's Deep. You can't really find a rank. You just kind of shoot into the mass and hope that you kill at least one. This makes me think more of World War Z, honestly. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a, just a bunch of skeletons that were raised by a necromancer. They're not really like a Lord functional Lord. army, per se. It's more of a horde. It's a seven. Uh, that is not going to connect with any of them. Well, fuck. Um, just shoot the dirt in between. <laughs> yeah. Somehow you missed the horde of zombies. Uh, Joe, go ahead. Alright, I'm gonna use second level chromatic orb. Okay. With uh, fire damage, if it makes it. 23. That is. Holy crap. Okay. 17 fire damage. As you uh, impact into this crowd of zombies... Or skeletons. skeletons. Ash said World War Z like eight times, and now that's stuck in my head. The orb slams into these skeletons, and uh, one of them goes down. The way I'm doing the, the damage for this also is um, cascading. So if you do enough damage to kill three of them, it's just going to take three down instead of being a ton of damage on one of them. Okay, Sibo, you're attacking. 19. That'll hit him. So five damage. Yeah, that's enough to take one of them down. Brunhilda. As I got up there, she readied her uh, light crossbow so that she didn't have to waste one of the big bolts to start out with until they were close enough that she could get a good hit off. Okay. 15. That'll hit. Ten. Ten. Uh, yeah, another one of the skeletons drops. Is Ramash doing anything? Yeah, right in front of, uh, like, five feet away from the barricade. Okay. In front of him, he's going to cast Moonbeam. It's got a five-foot radius... Okay. And it's 40 feet high cylinder, so if this whole thing is like 8 feet wide, there's not much room for right. getting through. So, whoever enters it takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful save. They have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. So, uh, are they near the barricade yet? Uh, no. They're still... They haven't even crossed the bridge yet. They're yeah, still Mamash coming. is going to pick up one of them spears and ready a shield, like, right over the okay. barricade to give himself some good cover. Okay. Razark is not going to really do anything. He's just getting ready as well. Uh, Amda is going to shoot one of the big bows at them. She hits for 11 points of damage. Good shot. So now the skeletons are reaching the bridge and coming across. And so they're going to have to do... What's the, what's the save? Oh, the Constitution saving throw. They have to be a 13... That's a seven. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. No. Alright, so they take full damage. They take 15 radiant damage. Okay. Burn, you skeleton scum! Alright, so at this point now, uh, we need to do a roll for initiative. Alright, what do we got, boys? 
Well, Ramash got a set. 18. 17. 21. 17. What's your initiative? Plus level? 2. Plus 3, baby. You win. I always win. Except when I don't. Okay, so first up in the order is going to be Sibo. So Sibo is gonna fire his short bow at the crab. Okay. Nine. Yeah, that will not hit him. Uh, Mikael is up. Mikael draws his short, his uh, longbow. Uh, Mikael just kind of picks a skeleton and fires into the horde. Okay. Eighteen. That'll hit him. With eight damage. Okay. Next up is Joan. Joan is going to use the catapult that he is now by. Okay. Is there an attack bonus when I'm rolling? You actually don't need to roll to see if the attack hits, because you're, la- <laughs> yeah, that's- you're, you're launching flaming fireballs that are, like, a foot and a half across. Okay. Like, they're just gonna hit. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, so you adjust range, adjust elevation. Kind of pick, up, pick up some, uh, blades Shoot of grass, check the, the wind. <laughs> Shoot. The catapult goes back. Hit the grass, grass, grass up in the air to see what the wind is like. Yep. Alright, so let loose. Oh, here it is. 1d12. I've never used this die before. How I about know. that? So that is a 12, and then times so, 10. So 120 <laughs> damage. Holy crap! So as this catapult impacts into the horde, uh, you just obliterate a nice chunk of them here. <laughs> Wish I could take this with me. Well done. Fire another one like that. Yeah. Next up is Brunhilda. She's going to fire off the ballista in front of her. Do I have a proficiency with it? Do you have proficiency with bows? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Okay, so that's like a 22. That's like going to hit. So I'm seeing this spear kind of like surfing because both of you said like. Is that going to hit? Yeah, that's like going to hit. <laughs> Eleven damage for piercing and a damage for fire, right? Um, I didn't do the damage for fire. It's one d eight. So one d eight. One d eight piercing. He ended up with a, how'd you end up with a eleven damage? He added something to it, and after then it's rolled. okay. It's two d or it's eleven for fire and uh, two for piercing. It's one d eight piercing, two d six fire. I think he's adding he's, the uh, the uh, dexterity modifier to it as well because it's a crossbow. Yeah, that's where he's getting. The, I think that's okay. where he's getting the additional numbers. Right, right. Yep. Are we doing okay. that with those, or would it do? Well, if you that? have the pr- proficiency, then yeah. So then, is it thirteen total? Yes. Okay. Uh, next up is Razark, and he is going to jump up on top of the wall and use his flamethrower to shoot some fire down at the uh, skeletons below. He does ten points of damage with that. Are they up against the barricade yet? Yeah, they're up against the barricade. Next up is uh, Ramash. Ramash is going to first use his breath weapon. Okay. So everyone in a 5 by 30 foot line in front of me takes 2d6 fire damage, so how would I do that? Normal damage? Just roll, roll your 2d6. Alright. So, 6 fire damage. Okay. And, um, as the bonus action, he's gonna use the spear. That's 7. 
So yeah, that that's not gonna do it. I do also need you to do a strength check for me. Eight. So you actually are not able to push the skeletons back enough as you try to repulse them. So that wall is gonna take damage. What is the boost to the strength check you're giving us when we do that, by the way? Oh, yeah, you didn't tell that. Because you said that when because of the spear, it gives you a boost to your strength check to hold him back. Oh, yeah. The spear is a, the spear is a, uh, plus two. Oh, so that would have been ten. That still does not quite do it. Just on the edge of glory. So, yeah, so that, uh, that barricade takes some damage. Uh, next up is the skeletons. Do they take the radiant damage? Whenever they start their turn. So they take their turn. They hit, hit whenever they enter and whenever they start their whenever turn. Whenever they enter okay. or start their turn. So, uh, yeah, roll the radiant damage on that. That's, uh, nine radiant damage. Okay. So now they are gonna attack here. They get a couple attacks. First, they are going to try to attack both Ramash and Razark. That's not gonna hit on Razark. That's an 11 against AC. No, it's not going to do it. Okay. And then they are also going to try and shoot an arrow at Sibo. And that's an 11. Okay. They are unsuccessful. Good first round, everyone. Well (laughs) done. Well done indeed. Amda is up next, and she is going to shoot another bolt at the skeletons. She does 15 points of damage. Antiondo, you are the best. We're up to the top. Uh, Sibo. Alright, um, Sibo's gonna climb up the hill. Okay. To get to the ballista. Do you want me to roll an athletics check? Yeah, do an athletics. Ten. Yeah, that's enough to get up there. Alright, and he's gonna man the third ballista. Okay. he's gonna fire into the horde. Okay. Unnatural 20. Uh, yeah, 20 will hit. Unnatural. Just 10. Alright, so you fire a bolt into the crowd and you take down one of the skeletons. Uh, Mikael is up next. He is going to draw his longbow and fire another round. Okay. It's a 17. That'll hit him. Four or five points of damage. You connect with one of the skeletons, not quite enough to bring him down. Joan is up. Joan's going to start reloading the catapult, and then he's going to go down and grab one of the firebombs and lob it towards the skeletons. Do I have to roll for attack on that? Yeah, roll for attack, and that is a plus four on the firebombs. Okay. That is 17. That will hit. So, 14 damage. So, you lob this firebomb over the top of the barricades, and it lands in the skeleton horde, and you take out two of them. Next up is Brunhilda. I'm going to shoot the ballista again, and this time it's going to be not fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) 20, an unnatural 20. Okay, that'll hit him. So, ballista first, or piercing damage first. And then fire damage. 17. You take down one of the skeletons. Razark is up next. 
and he is going to let loose with his flamethrower again, and singes them for 12 points of damage, taking down another one of the skeletons. Ramash, you are up. Ramash is, I guess, going to throw a produce flame okay. at the horde and do the spear thing, so first I'll do the flame. 21. Okay, that'll hit him. That's one fire damage. Okay. Hey, one's better than none. You know what? Actually, as that hits, that is enough to take down one of these skeletons. <laughs> flame! And Penny's gonna <gasps> attack uh, with the spear. Okay. Ten with the spear. Uh, ten is not gonna hit. Do I have to do that strength check? However, again? you do need to do a strength check as well. Eight. That also does not hit. God, I'm whiffing these strength checks. This is not good. So next up is the skeletons. So one of them is going to try to take an attack on Ramash here. What about the radiant damage? Oh, yeah, I get that. Go ahead and roll your damage. So... Oh, wait, they have to roll constitution saving throw just here, right? Okay, constitution is... That was a critical fail, so... Well, okay, so there's that roll, and... They're going to take 19 radiant damage. The radiant damage hits these skeletons again, and uh, one of them drops to the ground. All right, so start off on their attack here. One of them is going to try to attack Ramash. 23. Yeah, that's that's going to do it. He's actually going to hit you for 9 points of damage. <laughs> I think Ramash, in his spear driving here, got a little bit too ambitious, and... Uh, Got too close to the wall, and this skeleton sticks his sword in through one of the uh, the gaps in the wall and catches him a nice gash in the side. Wait till I get you back, buddy. Um, another one of them is going to try and shoot at Mikael. Seven. That's not going to hit. No, it will you, not. You don't even have to tell me. I already know. The skeletons are also going to try and shoot at Brunhilda up there on the hill. That is a 14. Nope. Okay, that one does not connect either. Next up is Amda, and she is going to uh, try to attack with the bow that she is on here. So she will take down two of the skeletons, actually, as this bolt smacks into the horde here. And Sibo uh, is up. I think Sibo is going to stand the list up. Fire another shot into the horde. Uh, it's going to be an 18. That'll hit. Eight points of piercing fire damage. Okay. And uh, another one goes down. Mikael is up. He draws his longbow and would like to choose a forward unit of the skeletons. Kind of yeah. whoever's close. And he's <coughs> going to fire into them. That's an 18. That hits. Nine points of damage. And uh, another one of them drops. Dropping like four. Joan, you are up. Joan's making his way downtown back to the catapult. Okay. All right, let's see what this sucker can do this time. Uh, that's going to be 120 points of fire damage. Jesus are you serious? Right. I can take a photo of it right now and send it to you. I mean, we're sitting across the room from each other. You don't need to get that drastic. Let's just... Wow. <laughs> Make it rain, Joan! Yes. Holy shit! Joan, did you do that? Joan, you launch a fireball and it is spectacular. 
it lands right smack dab in the center of these skeletons and just blows about 12 of them away. Almost makes you forget all the times I burnt trees. We'll never Almost. forget that. Almost. Brunhilda yeah. is up. Yeah, I'll take another shot with the ballista. Nine. Yeah. That is Jeez. not going to hit. Razark is up next, and uh, he is going to take another attack with his flamethrower. He is able to take down another one of the skeletons. Ramash, you're up next. Okay, so they're right up against the barricade, so Ramash is going to swing his quarterstaff two-handed. Okay. He's going he's to set the spear down real quick and do this with the quarterstaff. That's 23. That hits. And that's nine points of bludgeoning damage. So that's actually going to be 18 points of damage. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Note to self, use the quarterstaff. And then he's going to pick the spear back up real quick and try to take another stab at him. Okay. Uh, 19. Yeah, that hits as an attack. And that's five piercing damage. Okay. And then i got to do the strength check. And then do a strength check. Yeah. That's an eight. Okay, that is I'm also not going to do it. failing at these. So... You'll do better, Ramash. Ramash Next up is the skeleton, so go ahead and do uh, your... Yep. Your thing here. Oh, wait, they have to roll. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm gonna do a constitution right now. Yep, constitution. Eleven. Nope, it's not gonna do it. Yeah. So. That's fifteen points of radiant damage. Okay, and another two of the skeletons dropped to the ground. So this time, instead of trying to attack everyone, the skeletons actually kind of band together even tighter than they were before, and they are going to take a run at the wall and start trying to push. We've got Ramash and Razark down there. Two people is probably going to be insufficient to hold this push. Uh, if somebody else wants to run down there and try to help them with a strength check as well, you... I'll go down there. Can I make it? With my uh, tiny legs? I would need a uh, an athletics check from you. I from anybody it. that knows how well, right? Yeah, Sebo's yeah. right there in the second. No, I'm actually right here, right? Yeah, he moved oh, over. Right. But okay. still, I climbing is perfect. Joan will me, attempt so. to go give support. Okay, jo- so Joan's going to run down there. Yep. Okay, so do an athletics check for me. 18. Okay, yeah, so you, I think you actually just run and instead of going down and around, you actually just run and slide down the embankment so you land right next to them. So the three of you are going to rush forward and put your shoulders to the wall, and so then I need a strength check to see if you can hold the wall here. 21. 14. Uh, Razark didn't actually do great, he only got an 8. But uh, <laughs> He's an older man, it's alright. <laughs> but yeah, between the three of you, you are able to hold this wall and uh, keep them from breaking through. The wall is going to take uh, a little bit of damage, but you are able to keep them from pushing through. Thanks, Joan. Thanks for picking up the slack. Don't mention it. Uh, and I should also mention, this wall is starting to look pretty battered now. There's bigger holes in it than there were before, and uh, it's definitely taken some beatings. I think we're going to need to make a little bit of a retreat to the second wall here pretty soon, guys. Was this wall always this crumbly? Uh, Amda's up next, and she is going to try to 
take out one of the skeletons that's right near the wall to give you guys a little bit more cover. Unfortunately, she's bad at attacking, because that's only an 11. <laughs> she missing now? I don't know. Joan showed up, and all of a sudden she couldn't shoot, so... <laughs> it must be just be infectious. It's a disease. He makes she a better down with than a sickness. She came down with a sickness. Sibo, you are up. I'm disturbing. <laughs> yeah, you didn't slosh at all. That's cool. I think Sibo's gonna stay on the ballista again. Send another shot into the horde. Okay. 16. That's enough to hit. Alright, and then he says. So, 13. You take down one of the uh, skeletons with this shot. And I should mention, right now, this horde is looking to be at about half strength. Good. We're making progress. You'd think at some point we'd start running out of these suckers. Uh, Mikael, you are up. I, uh, pick another significant skeleton and, uh, choose to take another shot with my longbow. Okay. I am still back by catapult. catapult. You're still by catapult. Is it loaded? Did you know? Yeah, because jo- well, Jones started to load it before he left, right? What I have before I ran down the hill to hold the barricade? Because I was out of turn. That's true. I guess we'll, we'll say that kind of the starting the reload is sort of part of the turn. So we'll say, um... I'll say Mika- Mikael could use the catapult if you want to, but that's going to be your whole turn regardless. So if I use my bow, I can't load it for the next person. Turn. Yeah, you could you could you you could shoot. I guess you could shoot with your bow and then as your action run over and finish loading. Okay. But if you want to shoot the catapult, that's going to be your entire turn is finishing the loading process and So I'll shoot it. the I'll shoot my bow and ready the catapult for the next person. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen is going to hit. Well done. Well, Squeaked it in there. For four points of damage. You connect with one of the skeletons, but you are not quite able to drop the one that you hit. So then you are going to run over next to the catapult and sort of finish up the... I think maybe Joan was in a hurry when he left, and so he didn't quite get the whole process rolling. So you're going to run over there and finish the process to get it reloading. Joan is up. I'm just going to, I guess I'll head back to the catapult and use that then, since that's, I guess, ready for me. Okay. So are you going to try and climb back up the hill, or are you going to, like, kind of try to jump over the barricades and run around? I guess what's the faster way? Climbing up the hill is faster. It's going to take a slightly better athletics check, because especially with your height, I mean, these are just, like... Wouldn't that put me in an advantage going uphill? Not really. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a tall guy. Getting over the top of the barricade, you'd have an advantage. (laughs) He climbs hills like an inchworm. (laughs) 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 Because he's taller. He has advantage. I'm just seeing, picturing Jack Skellington right now, really. In which case, he only slides down them. I guess, would I be able to make it back to the catapult by the other way with the barricades? That's not as high of a check. Yeah, I think you would probably... What's your, I mean, what's your movement speed? 30 feet. Uh, I think from where you are, you could probably make it up. Okay. Doesn't matter either way. Either way, I'm getting there and using it, so... So that is a 10. 
May, I think maybe you trip a little bit when you're going over the second barricade, <laughs> but uh, you were able to just make it up there. <sighs> All right. Don't worry, guys. I'm fine. And let's use the catapult. Uh, that's going to be ten points of damage. Was that a critical fail? Oh, I mean, yeah. Technically. Uh, yeah, so you, uh, you're able to take out uh, one of the skeletons, but it's not nearly as effective as your shots have been before. Uh, Brunhilde is up next. I'm gonna attempt to shoot the ballista again. Okay. Fifteen. That'll hit. Coolio. Piercing damage is six. Fourteen. Fourteen damage altogether. Okay, you actually take down two of the skeletons. Well done. That's giving it to him. Razark is up. He's going to start out by trying to use his flamethrower here. Actually, I think he sticks the, the end of it through one of the holes in the wall, and he fries two of these guys. Burn them back to hell. Then I think, actually, he is going to grab the spear from you, Rabash. He pushes the skeletons back a little bit as he kind of swings this spear around and knocks them back a bit. Uh, Ramash, you are up. Gonna attack with the quarterstaff again. Thirteen. Yeah, that'll hit. And that is... Seven damage. Okay, so that's actually gonna be fourteen points of damage. And that is enough to take down two of them. Cool. Do I need to do the spear thing, or is he sufficient for this round? Uh, no, actually, yeah, he he made the check. Alright. On the strength check, so you are good. So, as the uh, skeletons push forward, they do a little bit of damage on the wall, but not as much as they have before. Next up is the skeletons. So, I'm going to roll a check for them here. Constitution saving throw. And they rolled a nat 20. Fuck's sake. Okay, so they only take half damage this time. So, yeah, they take eight radiant damage. Okay. So they get hit, but that's not quite enough to really uh, knock any of them down. They're going to focus all three of their shots onto the archers that are up near the top. So we'll go across, we'll go attack on Brunhilda, then Amda, then Sibo. So Brunhilda, 20. For once, they do hit. Okay, and that is four points of damage you could hit with. And, uh, they got a nat 20 on her, actually. Well, damn it. There goes your aunt. So she gets hit with 16. Good God. Seeing that shot, Ramash roars in anger. Okay, Sibo. Apparently they were feeling good about the the last attack, and they phoned it in, because that's a (laughs) 7. Yeah. Amda is up next, and uh, she is going to try to uh, launch a round off and counterattack here. Uh, that is not going to hit. Sibo, uh, we're up to you. From the ballista, how uh, like would Sibo be able to make it down there? Make it to where? Like make it first to floor? The bar- where? Yeah, the, fir- yeah. the first barricade. Yes. Yeah, I mean you need a small athletics check to see if you can slide down the hill, but other than that. I'm- and hop the wall. Nat 20. 
Yeah, you actually uh, <laughs> you, you, stand, you, you, uh, you find a random shield laying around and you slide down the hill just effortlessly. <laughs> Can I get some opportunity attacks while I'm sliding down the hill? <laughs> if you want that to be your if you want that to be your attack, you definitely not. Nah, Sibo is going to uh, jump into the horde with his daggers. You crazy little oh, yeah. Good job. <laughs> so you're gonna jump over the wall into the horde. Yeah, guys, I have a disengage action. From a fucking horde. Oh my god, that's gonna be one hell of a disengage. Okay, go ahead and uh, attack, I guess. I mean, that's. Alright, cool. uh, 23 for the first dagger, and okay. 21 for the second dagger. Okay, those are both gonna hit. <laughs> I hope so. Do you need, a, do you need an extra d4? Twelve. So you actually <laughs> take down two of them as you come flying into this horde here. And then Sibo's going to take his bonus action to disengage. Okay. I need you to do a uh, dexterity check for me. Just straight back? Yeah. That's going to be a 16? Yeah, you're able to uh, jump over the wall and get back in behind the barricade. Did you go see that? That was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Sibo, well done. You see, we'll just start bowing, you know. Good on you, lad. Pulls out his fiddle and just starts fiddling. Mikael is up next. I'm a little bit scared. I now. draw my longbow and fire into the horde again, targeting okay. anybody. Okay. <laughs> 14. Battle hit. It's uh, 7 damage. Yeah, you, uh, you do some damage on one of the skeletons. Joan is up. Uh, so Jonah's gonna get that mechanism started for getting the catapult reloaded, and then he's gonna trek down to lob another firebomb. And you notice as you're reloading this catapult, after this current shot you're loading, you have two rounds left for the catapult. Well, shucky darn. So, going to lob a firebomb. That's a seven. Yeah, so that doesn't hit. Brunhilda is up. I'm gonna launch another ballista shot because that's all that I'm good for. Okay. Well, you can jump into the horde. Yeah, that, I mean, honestly, that is an unnatural 20. That hits. Okie dokie. Unnatural though it may be. It's just not right. It's just not right. It's not right. That's a, a 9 for piercing damage. Uh, that's 13 points of damage. Okay. So you are, uh, you're able to, uh, actually take out two of the skeletons with that shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as you take stock up there at the top, uh, there are now ten bolts left for the ballistas. Razark is up next, and, uh, he's gonna try and use his good old flamethrower. Uh, and that is not gonna take anybody out. <clears throat> Ramash, you are up. Rosh is gonna do another swing with his quarterstaff. Okay. Nat 20. So that is 7 and 10. And apparently we're doubling it because of bludgeoning damage. So that's 20 points of damage for my quarterstaff. And then I'm going to attack with the spear. Okay. 12. 12 is not gonna hit. Ah, that's pretty. Alright, strength check. Alright, so that's uh, 16 strength check. That does it. So you are, uh, you're able to use the spear even though you don't do a lot of damage with it. You push them back. And uh, the wall only takes a little bit of damage. However, it's looking very, very shaky at this point. 
time I radiate damage to these guys. This was the last time? Yep, this is the last time I radiate damage to damage. Okay. Uh, it's 18. Uh, yeah, that does it. So the hill only take. I rolled two once. They take one point of damage. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, that doesn't do a whole lot. The moonlight just putters out. Not a great... Yeah, this was the, the tail end of it. It just kind of sputtered out. Before they take their turn... From the direction of the the bend in the pass where you guys saw them come from initially, you hear a gurgling kind of a roar. And around the bend comes a zombified ogre. Hey, now you can say zombie and it won't be a problem. And uh, (laughs) he is now lumbering down the path towards you. So he's not to the horde yet. However, once he gets closer, um, he will be a separate enemy from the horde of skeletons. The skeletons are actually going to, again, in lieu of attacking, are going to make a push on the barricade to try and break through. Uh, so from all the people that are down there, I need a uh, a strength check. Does that include me? Because I'm down. back like here. No, the people that are in front of the first Can I make my way up there to help? Since I'm already down Um, on the path, not up on the hill. Yeah, do uh, do an athletics check. Oh, that's going to be 17. Okay, yeah, you make it up there. So everybody that's up there now, go ahead and do a strength check. Joan McStiltz. 13. 11. 15. You, uh, You all put your shoulders to the wall... And there is a uh, a hard push from the other side, and they are not quite able to break through. But this barricade looks like it is on the verge of collapsing. I think it's about time we retreat to our second wall. I very much agree. Uh, so Amda is going to take another shot uh, at these skeletons. And actually, uh, as she shoots at the last one and misses... They actually uh, are going to bust through the wall just as you guys are starting to retreat. Everybody that was back there, do athletics check for me to jump over the wall here. I got a fucking seven. You got seven? Okay. Seven. Nineteen. Do you think you could do some sweet tricks to get over that wall? Ramash, they're actually going to have an attack of opportunity on you as you're not quite able to make it over. That's going to be a 16. Yeah, that's my AC, so yeah, they hit me. Okay. So you can hit with four points of damage. Oh, man. Uh, And you are still on the other side of the wall, unless one of your companions wants to help you out here. (sighs) We're back up to the top of the order. Sibo, you're up. Sibo's jumping back over that wall and give Ramash a hand. Okay. Got to try and clear space for him so he can get over the wall. Okay. 18 hits, right? Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, yeah, so the one dagger hits. Nine damage. Nine damage, okay. Uh, That is actually enough to take out one of them. Uh, Ramash, do another athletics check for me to see if you can get back over that wall. That's a 15. Okay, yeah, you're able to make it over. And see what's going to use his bonus action to disengage. Okay. Go ahead and do that. 18. You're good. You guys both make it back over the wall. Mikhail's up. He's going to make a move to uh, try to re- 
re-engage catapult. Did that take a full turn? What do you mean, like getting the catapult reloaded? Yeah. I mean, if you want to use it, the catapult's ready, because I was getting it ready before I left. So, yeah, jo- Joan got it going. You're good to shoot it. So I pull the lever and launch an arrow. Well, it's oh, not That's arrows. a big fucking it's arrow. Big, it's big, uh, like, big From flame the longbow that I'm using, it's probably arrows. You're, aren't you shooting the catapult? I thought you were shooting the catapult. The catapult's ready, and it will take your turn. The catapult is loaded. So if you're going to attack with the catapult, that's your turn. Otherwise, you can shoot more damage. Okay. So I use the catapult. Okay. So it's a d12, and then you multiply whatever you get by 10. 40. Okay. So you launch for 40 points of damage, and you take out a good chunk of them as this fireball lands in the middle of them. And I start the reloading process. Okay. Joan, you are up. Yep. Going to lob a... Fireball again. Okay. Or like fireball. One of the bombs. Okay. Yep. 23. Uh, that'll hit, yeah. Okay. Six damage. Okay. Uh, Brunhilda, you're up. Another ballista shot. Okay. Every day I'm ballisting. I don't know. <laughs> 21. That'll hit. That's 20 damage. Take out, uh, you take out two of them with this arrow that comes in. That's the way it's done. Um, and That's what's up, Rahilda! At this point, the uh, ogre has actually reached the front lines and uh, is coming forward. He is going to try to, first off, make an attack on Sibo, uh, actually. Does he smell like onions? He's a zombified ogre, so I mean. Rotted onions. Rotted onions. Maybe. About right. Uh, that's 16. Nope. 17 armor class, we. Wow. And then he, uh, also is gonna try to push against the wall here and knock some chunks off of it. Nope. Doesn't do that. That was a critical fail. He does nothing to the wall. Razark is up next. And seeing this ogre who's showed up, now he is going to try to use his flamethrower on the ogre. And he hits him for 11 points of damage. Uh, next up is uh, Ramash. Ramash is going to cast Cure Wounds on himself as a second level spell. Okay. 9 HP back to me, and I guess I'm going to use the spear to try and attack the ogre. Okay. That's, uh, 18. Oh, yeah. It's mm. a... 4 points of piercing damage. Am I still doing that strength check? Yeah, do a strength check to try and push them. 8. So, so yeah, you are not able to push them back, and that's going to take full damage. Next up is the skeletons. Actually, they are going to, again, instead of attacking, they're going to try and push fully into the wall here. So I'm going to do a strength check. 11. I got an 18. So you guys actually are not able to uh, push them back. They actually do kind of a surge here, and they do some more damage to this barricade. It's still standing, but it is, uh, it's got a couple holes in it now at this All right, point. cool, cool. So next up is Amda, and uh, she's going to fire off one of the bolts at these guys. So that's enough to take one of them down. And there are now 
six arrows left as we go back to the top of the order with Sibo. Sibo is going to jump over the barricade behind him. How big are these bombs? Like, can he hold two of them? Or is it like a, like a one bomb? You could probably carry two of them if you wanted to run somewhere else with them. But I can't attack But you can't them. throw two of them. Alright, so would it be possible for Sibo to... Do they, like, explode on impact, or...? It's just like a, um... Fuse? Like, yeah, it's like you light a fuse and throw so it, if, kind of thing. if Sibo wanted to, like, jump over the wall and then toss up a few of them over the wall, would that be possible? So that nobody else, like, if other people need to use them, they don't have to. Okay, I got you. So you're just trying to grab a few and throw them over. Correct. Okay. Yeah, so let's say, uh, do a athletics check to get over the wall. Fourteen. So you make it over the wall. And then do a uh, do a strength check for me. Sixteen. Okay. And you were able to throw three of the bombs, toss them over the wall, and they land on the other side. So now you have three up there um, in the back part where Jones still is. There are now ten bombs left back there. Next up is Mikhail. I'm picking somebody, and I am still... Launching an arrow from my longbow. Four, nine. Nine against AC is not going to hit. The arrow misses, and as you're kind of disappointed, you look up sort of past that. Farther down the pass, you see that another ogre has appeared. Oh. And is walking down towards the fight. Fuck me. Joan is up. I'm going to make my way over to the catapult and give it the old heave-ho. Is there a way that I can kind of aim it so that it, like, try and hit the ogre as well as some of the skeletons? Yeah, the ogre is, like, right next to the skeletons. I think with the catapult being more of a kind of an area of effect sort of thing, I think you can probably hit both. I'm going to say whatever damage you roll, the ogre takes half of it. Okay. So, so we'll just, we'll, whatever damage you get, we'll, we'll just split it. it. Okay, okay, gotcha. And it'll hit between the two, instead of being all on one. Alright guys, this is the last catapult shot we got. Let's hope it counts. Uh, that is going to be a hundred. Nice. Damn! So that's fifty on the skeletons and fifty on the ogre. Yes. So, yeah, you take out a good mess of the skeletons, and this ogre is not looking well. At this point, that's one tough fucking ogre. Brunhilda is up. I'm gonna aim for that ogre because, dang dude, Are you using the uh, the ballista. The ballista. Totally. Yeah. So we only have like five shots after this. Right? Uh, yes. After this, you'll have five shots. Thirteen. Okay, that'll hit. Sweet. That's nineteen damage. Okay. Oh yeah, my yeah. Dude. He gets hit, and he is like. You're not even sure how he's still on his feet. He just looks incredibly bad. Like a stiff wind would send him back to the grave. So he is actually going to be up, that last ogre. He is um, going to make a final kind of desperate lunge to smash into the barricade and push through. Uh, So I need strength checks from everybody that's on the other side. I'm going to wait down there to help. If you'd like to, yeah. All right. Do I need to make an athletic check? Yeah, go ahead. All right. That's a 17. Okay, yeah, you make it down there. All right, strength check is 22. I got a 9. 
21. You guys give a good push into this wall, and he does some damage, but it is uh, not as much as it would have been otherwise. Next up is Razark. He is going to, uh, he's going to use his flamethrower on the skeletons again. That's enough to take out one of them. And as he finishes this attack, you see a third ogre has just crested Whoa, the hill and is coming fuck. down. This is going to Are you fun. fucking kidding me? We're just getting warmed up. Uh, Ramash, you are up. Alright, Ramash is going to use a wild shape to turn into bear mosh. Okay. And he is going to roar out. <laughs> He's going to attack the ogre with his multi-attack. So first is with the bite. Didn't you have to like, climb the wall? So are you jumping over the wall then? Well, I do have a climbing speed of 30 feet, so I mean, it's not like I have to make a check for it. Yeah, I don't think you can reach, just reach over this wall. Fuck it, Bear Mosh is going to dive in. Okay, He's so you jump over the, the wall. Okay. Yep. Multi-attack it. So first is the bite. Eight. Uh, that's gonna hit. Hell yeah! Class is eight, right? Sure. Yeah, let's assume that. So he's gonna take seven piercing damage. Okay. And then claw attack. And he's actually dead. Can that I do my... still only counts as one. Can I do my claw attack against the skeleton then? No, you can't switch target. Well then, Bearwash is gonna just I try wish... and climb back over the I wall. I wish that was the. If I try, I mean he's going to because he has a climb speed. Brunhilda looks over at um, Bearwash. And uh, flicks him off. Flicks him off? Okay. Shows him the bird. Why are you flicking me off? Okay, so the skeletons are up next. To start with, one of them is going to launch an arrow at Mikael. 23. That'll hit it. Uh, it's only three points of damage. Ow! Yeah, it's a little little prick there. God, that hurt. And then they're also going to try to attack through the wall at... Uh, one's going to go for Ramash, and one of them is going to go for Joan. So for Ramash, we're looking at... Uh, that's an 8. Nope. For Joan, we're looking at a 19. Yep. Uh, that's a 5 points of damage. Next up is Amber. She is going to take one of the shots with the ballista here, and she is actually going to shoot at the skeletons. She is for 17 points of damage. Hell And yeah. is actually going to take out two of them with that. We're up to Sibo. Um, Sibo's <laughs> going to uh, light a bomb, toss it over. Okay, who are you aiming at? There's still an ogre over there, right? Uh, yeah, th- so the second ogre has actually just reached the wall. Awesome. Good, let's kick his ass. So are you aiming for him with the bomb? Sure I am. Okay. That is a nat 20, bro. That's 20... So 40 points of damage. <laughs> My so, god! So you hit this ogre and he, uh, just gets blasted. Guys, 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 again, did you see that? What? I'm having so much fucking fun here! <laughs> He's got, I mean, he's got big chunks missing off him at this point. I sneezed, I'm sorry, can you do it again? <laughs> yeah, don't Mikhail give me a second. Is up. So I draw an arrow and launch it. Okay. Eight. Yeah, that won't hit. So next up is actually going to be the second ogre. He is going to make an attack towards Ramash here. Twelve. Yep, that'll do it. Wow. Wow. Squishy. 
Wow. Bears don't have that high of AC. Wow. Yeah, shit ton of health, though. That's 13 points of damage. All right. Joan is up. All right. So I'm going to lob a bomb over towards them. Trying to end towards the vicinity of the ogre, I surmise. Okay. But not too picky. Seven. That is not going to hit. Brunhilda is up. So I'm going to shoot a ballista shot at the second ogre that's, like, right next to the wall. Okay. Ten? Uh, that'll hit. Twenty points of damage. You, uh, you hit him for a healthy dose of damage. So you're now down to three arrows left. Uh, next up is Razark. He's still trying to clear out the skeletons. He's going to use his flamethrower here, which is good to take out one of them. Next up is going to be the third ogre, who has just now arrived. Before his turn happens, Joan, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. That is 11. While you all have been distracted with the ogres and the skeletons, unseen by most of you, the enemy has deployed a secret weapon. This secret weapon came in the form of a trio of fire beetles that have snuck around to the back of the encampment and have now come down just behind Joan. And, using their powers, they actually uh, detonate the remaining bombs next to Joan. (laughs) So, Joan, you are going to take... 13 points of damage as your remaining store of bombs is exploded by these kamikaze fire beetles. Holy that, shit! Uh, what was that? And you were blown backwards. Alright. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What in the hell? And uh, now this ogre that has just walked up is going to make another attack on the wall itself, actually. He's going to try and push in again. So for everyone that is down there, I need a strength check. 13, 16. Razark actually critically failed. So this ogre smashes into the wall and takes out a giant chunk of it, and uh, this wall is looking fairly unsteady. It was at that moment the party realized they fucked up. Ramosh! Let's blow the rest of this wall up! <sighs> the bear cocks its head like, huh? The fuck? Uh-huh. Do you plan to do that? He's still got bombs. They blew up the ones by Joan. How many do, how many do we have? I used one of you them. Two, he still has two. Okay. Whose turn is it? I don't know. We're about to find out. Uh, yeah, Ramash is up here. Oh. Ramash is gonna, uh, I guess, dive at the ogre with the most damage. Okay. And do his multi-attack against him. So you're jumping back over the wall again, correct? Yep. Okay. First one's a 20. Unnatural 20. That hit. And the second one is 22. That'll Okay, so first one, 11 piercing damage. Okay. Second one is 11 slashing damage. Okay. Bite and claws. That ogre uh, looks incredibly unsteady, like he's about to and fall over. Baramash is going to climb back over the wall and actually uh, run his happy, sorry, butt over to the other wall and climb over that wall. Okay. 
to prepare for defending that one. Alright, I am going to need you to do an athletics check for that, since you're trying to jump over more than one wall here. Alright. Well. You make it over the first wall, you don't quite make it over the second wall. So Ramasha's like halfway up a wall. So you're about half, you're like, (laughs) you're still trying to climb up the wall, but you haven't quite made it all the way over. Alright. Uh, the skeletons are up now. First of all, they're going to try and shoot at Mikhail up there on the top of the hill. Uh, that's a 19 against AC. Yeah, that'll hurt. Uh, that's six points of damage. And then one of them is going to try and shoot at Brunhilda. Eight. Get that mute shit out of here. <laughs> and then another one's going to try and shoot at Amda. And they hit her for eight points of damage. Wow. She is not looking great. Yeah, she is at uh, nine hit points right now. Uh, Amda is actually up next, and uh, she is gonna take a shot at the ogre that was uh, weakened by Ramacha's attack. Somehow, she doesn't connect with the giant ogre, and there are now two bolts left for that. Uh, Sibo, you're up. Would it be possible for Sibo to uh, place the two remaining bombs on the wall and light the fuses so that the wall detonates out into this crowd of skeletons and ogres. Yeah. Do, um, how about, how about a survival check? A survival check. Right. We'll see how much you know about crafting explosives on the fly. Alright. That is 16. Okay. Is that good enough? You're a little pyro. <laughs> <laughs> Describe how you're setting this up for me. Alright, so Sibo's gonna grab the two remaining bombs and set okay. them up. Probably, it's five, the wall's five feet, right? Yeah. So maybe a, uh, like about a foot in from each side, he's gonna place the two bombs and just gonna, just kinda stick them into the wall and, uh, set the fuses up. Okay, are you staying back there? Are you jumping over the next wall? What are you doing here? Sibo's gonna yell out to Razark. Razark! Get across! Go, go, go! And, as soon as he sees Razark move, he's going to light the fuse and run to jump over the wall. Okay, Razark makes it over the wall. Go ahead and do a athletics for me. See what critically failed. Oof. You don't have that shield with you still. You you <laughs> like why you don't look at explosions when you walk away. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still saying I have a movement seat of 25. Okay, okay it's vertical. Sibo so, lights these fuses, runs for the wall... And just completely fails his jump. He smacks right into the wall and falls to the ground. Um, he is actually going to take nine points of damage as these two bombs explode. However, your attack does have the desired effect on the enemies in front of you, and everyone out there is going to take 18 points of damage. So that is going to end up being two of the skeletons. Um, that's going to kill the ogre that was damaged, and then that's also going to do some damage on the other one. Fuck yeah. Good job. Toy. I'd say that in character, but Bearwash can't talk. However, Sibo, you are now on your back in front of an oncoming onslaught of skeletons and a zombie ogre. Mikhail, you are up. I'm sorry. So I'm going to make a shot at the zombie ogre. Okay. Eleven. Uh, that's gonna hit. For six damage. He, uh, he takes a hit from this arrow. Joan, you are up. Joan is in a small fit of rage 
from getting knocked back by the explosion. Okay. So he gets up, super pissed off, pulls out his revolver, and casts Chromatic Orb with fire effect at the Horde. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do the tack first. 23. Yeah, that's going to hit him. Okay. Yeah. 19 points of damage. That's going to take one of them out, and that's going to weaken a couple other ones. And uh, you are also have a wild magic surge here. Sad yeah. after effect that he had forgotten. He now has to uh, have a wild magic surge. Okay. <laughs> Is this another growth one? Y'all better pray that this is something good. I'm praying this is damn the horde. As soon as this chromatic orb blasts into the horde, a uh, fireball appears and deals 24 points of damage to John. <laughs> Holy God! Jonah's, uh, down for the count. <laughs> oh, wow. So Joan fires off a round and then suddenly looks like he just immolated himself. <laughs> well, the fireball is there. It's a huge fireball that just drops from out of nowhere from the sky. Hey, the the yeah, but nobody was looking at you. They hear you screaming and turn around. And, <laughs> uh, Why are you blowing up again? Hey, Mikael, I think we need some lay on hands down there. Okay. Um, more than Well, Brunhilda is up We next. might need to change of clothes first. <laughs> He's probably a buck-ass dude. <laughs> he burst all his clothes in the flame. Brunhilda, you're up. She sees Sibo go down, and so she jumps <laughs> over and uh, stands between him and the ogre and makes an attack against the ogre with her great axe. Okay, so you're jumping down from up on top of the hill? Yep. Okay, do an athletics check for me. That's a 20. You know what? I'm actually going to give you, with a 20, I'll say that your run down the hill as you come flying down gives you uh, advantage on this attack against the ogre. Oh, sweet. 24. That hits him. All right, so we're going to attack against him. 12. You uh, you catch a nice chop on the side of this guy. I think you actually cut a big old meaty chunk out of the side of him. Razark is up next, and um, he's actually going to continue trying to suppress the uh, skeleton horde that's pushing in on the wall, which is enough to take down one of the skeletons. Uh, next up is the ogre. Uh, the ogre is going to try to make an attack on Brunhilde. It's not happening. Uh, that's a nat 20. I'm going to take a um, superiority die and use parry. When another creature damages you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction to expend one of your superiority dies, and you get to um, deaden the attack. Your roll plus uh, your dexterity, or like take so out, the, reduce the damage, reduce the damage. Yeah. So that's so that's ten. Okay. So I only got a nine, so that blocks the the attack. Uh, Ramash is up. Alright, Bear Mosh is gonna wiggle, wiggle, wiggle his way back, backwards, back towards the ogre, and he's gonna <coughs> attack the ogre. Okay. Your first, with the bite, is an 18. That hits. The claws is a 9. Uh, that's also gonna hit. 
bite, he does 11 damage. And with the claws, he does 10 damage. So 21 in total. Yeah, you take another good chunk out of this dude, and uh, he is not looking great right now. So the skeletons are up next, and uh, the skeletons are actually just going to double down on their assault of this wall, and they're going to try and make a push on the wall. So who actually is still behind the wall? I think it's just Ramash and uh, Razark at this point. Ramash is behind the wall. I'm in front of the wall, dude. Oh, you're in front, so it's just just Razark. Yeah. So is anything going to happen to me? But they're like, they'd have to go through us before they can push on the wall. All but they're, they're around you. All right. They're. I mean, you you guys are in the horde right, right. now. You're basically like. How dare you turn on us? Think of it as like, you're as you're swinging your weapons. You're basically like opening areas for yourself. Okay. They are all around you. So they. Yeah. He is not nearly strong enough to hold them back by himself. And uh, they actually are going to breach through the wall. Fuck. So they uh they they have pushed through. So you guys are all now down, like, kind of in the pit. And also your fallback point is now much farther away than it was before. It's not just a quick hop to get back away from them. So now we just have to fight the fucking horde. Amda's up next. She's still up on the hill. She's going to use one of the last arrows here to try and attack, get some of the horde members taken down. That takes down one of them. Today? There are only a few of the skeletons that are left, um, as well as this ogre. Going back up to the top of the order was Sibo. Sibo gets up, brushes the rubble off of him, gives a quick look at Brunhilde and you know and thank you. Pulls out his two daggers and runs right back into the mix of it. Nat twenty on the first dagger, twenty two on the second yeah, dagger. Yeah, both gonna hit. First one will be double damage. Uh, and then since I have other people within six feet of me, I'm gonna also do my bonus attack, which is an extra d six of damage. Okay. Um, 18 damage. So that takes out uh, two more of the skeletons. There are now uh, only ten of them left. Uh, Mikael is going to be up. I cast a shield of faith on myself and attacks the uh, skeleton horde. Charges forward with the rapier. Okay, so you do actually need to do an athletics check. It's 14. Yeah, I think with a 14, you're able to make it down. 15. Yeah, that's going to happen. 11. Okay, so you take another one of them out. Joan. That is a failure. Yeah, so that's a fail for Joan. Okay, Brunhilde, you're up. Is that ogre still up? Yup. We're going to take a swing at him. 14. That uh, hits him. That's uh, 8 points of damage. He's not looking great. He's definitely been beat up here. Razark is up next. He's still using his flamethrower to try and hold back the horde of skeletons here. So he takes out another one. Uh, the ogre is up now. He's actually going to try and lumber forward and go back after Sibo. He rolled a nat 20. He rolled a over a, like, five. That's uh, 12 points of damage. Yeah, Sibo down. Alright, Sibo Sibo gets pounded with a double-fisted strike from this ogre, and he uh, drops to the ground unconscious. Anyone bring potions? Ramash, you are up. Ramash is going to return to his normal form, run over to Joan, and cast Cure Wounds on him. Go ahead. You get 5 HP. Oh, what happened? 
just wasted a spell on you. Don't go down again. I appreciate it, and I will return the favor. Okay, the skeletons are up now. One of their attacks is going to go towards uh, Brunhilda. That is another nat 20. I'm going to do another superiority die. Um... Do superiority die still count on nat attacks? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's exactly why I'm doing it. Okay. That's 10. Okay. <laughs> I love you, bud. Four, so you... Yeah, you don't take any of that damage. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Next attack is going to go towards Razark, actually. Takes three points of damage. That also marks the first time that Razark has actually gotten hit in this battle. He a sturdy boy. Been a, been a wily veteran. Stand That's why he's been player. around so long. And then uh, the final attack, they're going to take a swing at Mikhail here. An 11. Not going to hit. Yeah. Amna's up next, and she is going to use the last bolt in the quiver here and take a shot at the ogre. And she hits him for 14 points of damage. The ogre is looking incredibly unsteady. He's got some, some black goop dripping out of him, and he's stumbling around here. Take him out. He does the most damage. Uh, and Sibo, we're up to you again. Dude, he's for the deranged bastard. Alrighty. No, he's, he's on the ground. 17! Okay, that's oh, a save. Good stuff, good stuff. Excellent! Don't have to worry about Mikael is up next. He's going to go after the next opponent that appears in front of him. He's, uh... That's a, a skeleton, I challenge <laughs> Surprise! He attacks the skeleton in front of him. For 21. Yep, that hits. 11 points of damage. Uh, yeah, that's enough to take down another one of the skeletons. Uh, you have seven skeletons left. Next up is Joan, yes. Yeah, here's a question I've... If I use a spell that is not an attack spell, e.g. False life, which grants myself temporary hit points. Uh-huh. Do I need to like roll a wild magic surge if I do that? Since it's not an attack using the gun. I think in this instance, since you are not trying to direct the magic at <laughs> anyone else, you are just using it on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that that would not count for the wild magic okay. surge. So that, or like, if I use it on myself, misty step. Because those are the two I have that aren't Right, attacked. yeah, I think okay. using it, because since you wouldn't necessarily have to, in a normal sense even, you wouldn't be expending a bullet. any sort yes. of a bullet or anything, I think that that doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, because I don't, I don't knock off a bullet for that. Okay, right. so I'm going to take all three of my sorcery points that I have and transfer them into a second level spell slot as a bonus oh, action, yeah. and then use false life as a second level spell. So I gain five additional temporary hit points for each spell slot level above first. Since it's a second level spell, I get five hit points plus the 1d4 plus four. Okay. So I get 11 points, bringing me up to 16 hit points. And then I am going to back the truck up as far as I can away from these guys without being away from battle. Okay. Brunhilda is up. Guess I'm going to take another swing of that ogre. Okay. Twelve, you hit. Yeah, it's twelve, you hit. You can do that. That's seven points of damage. Okay, yeah, actually, with this last final swing, you bring down this ogre. You catch him in the kneecap and <laughs> drop, <laughs> drop him to the ground. Razark is up next, going ahead with his uh, flamethrower here. He takes down another one of them. 
There are now six of the skeletons left. Uh, Ramash. Or no, I'm sorry, the ogre goes after. Isn't the ogre dead? Uh, no, because this is actually an instance where it's going to make a difference. So I have to get above a 13 on a constitution roll. And that's a nat 20. Zombies have a thing, undead fortitude, so if damage reduces the zombie to zero hit points, it must make a constitution saving throw with a DC of 5 plus the damage taken. On success, the zombie drops to one hit point instead. I haven't done it for the other two because both the attacks previously were, like, so crazy high that it wasn't even worth rolling. But uh, this time it was actually close. So, yeah, so he actually gets back up, and I think he actually is on one leg because Brunhilde cut his other leg off. So he's actually just going to try to fall with his shoulder, kind of pile drive into Brunhilde. Eight on the attack. Can I do... I'll waste one of my superiority dies to do a repose. Okay. When an attack misses, I do 1d8 damage okay. back at him. Okay. He's dead. It doesn't matter what you roll. So, <laughs> please, please set this up, because this is the coolest shit. So, <laughs> FWE. This, uh, you actually... Okay, so here's... Okay, you're on nowhere. All right, so here's what happens. You, on this past attack, you swung and cut this ogre at the knee, cut his leg off. As he was falling forward, he caught himself on his hands and sort of pushed himself back up, balanced himself on the one leg, and attempted to pile drive down into you with his shoulder. As he does so, Brunhilde takes a large sidestep, and as she does so, swings her great <laughs> axe down and brings it down on his neck as he falls, severing the head of this ogre. She just looks at him and spits. Ramash is up now. Ramash is going to whip his quarterstaff out and is going to go for the nearest skeleton. Okay. What's going on whipping your quarterstaff out like that big guy? Four against AC. Yeah, that will not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. So now up is the skeletons. So we're going to have one of them is going to go after Ramash here. Uh, that's a 22. Yeah, that hits. That is five points of damage on you. One of them is going to go after Mikael. That is a 20. That's eight points of damage. And then a third one's going to go after Razar. That's not going to hit him. The DL controlled character gets to get away without getting hit. <laughs> I can't I can't control the dice go. Amda's up next. She's actually going to run over and uh stabilize Sibo. And that and that'll be her turn. He's got two hours before he but gets is, a hit is, point. Isn't he up now, though? No, no in two hours he will be up. Okay. He just doesn't have to make death save throws. Alright, so she stabilizes Sibo. Um, so we're going to skip over Steve-O's turn then. So Mikhail's up. I use my rapier. There's, what, six feet to, uh, front lines? Uh, I thought you were just in the thing. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're in it. You're, you're in it still. You're pretty close. They're all right there. That's a ten. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Joan is up. Joan is going to charge in and take on a skeleton with his quarterstaff. Okay. So that is going to be fifteen. That will hit. Okay. So, six damage. 
Okay, so that actually does 12 points of damage. Hokey pokey! It's because they're vulnerable to bludgeoning. Oh, I forgot about that. And that's going to take out two of the skeletons as you swing around. I think you actually knock two of their heads off with this swing. <laughs> Brunhilda is up. I'm going to take a swing at some of those skeleton bros. All right. 22. That hit. 12. Okay, that's enough to take another one of them down. Razark is up next, and he is going to uh, ignite his flamethrower again here. So he takes out another one of them. Uh, so you now have two of these skeletons left. Ramash, you are up. Ramash is going for it. Okay. End it all with his quarterstaff. Nat 20. Ooh, big money. Quad damage. Yeah. Roll, that, roll that damage, boy. Seven times four is 28. As you run forward, you hold your staff out in front of you and stick it straight into the eye socket of one of the skeletons, rip the skull clean off, spin your staff around your head, and fling the skull at the other skeleton, knocking it over. Ha <laughs> ha! man! And they are down. Ermosh roars in triumph. <laughs> And as the last enemy is felled on the field, Razar turns to you all and says, Well, that was fun. <laughs>